Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. He's the Sultan of Salary. Money, please. Our very own sports financial guru. When athletes get paid, he's our go-to guy. He's Mike Gennetti from SpotRack.com. Mike Gennetti, our go-to sports financial expert, the best in the business. You can find his work over at SpotRack.com and on Twitter at S-P-O-T-R-A-C. Mike, how is the frigid snow of Buffalo treating you? It's going to warm up a little bit this week after 40-something. And then, uh, you know, Christmas weekend, it'll be about negative 10 wind chill factor. So... We're uh, we're all uh, loading up on sinus medicine right now. Yeah, well, I don't blame you. I mean, I am too, but um, that it's only like fifty degrees here. So uh, I was, you know, scanning the crowd on Saturday night. I thought I saw you as one of those throwing snowballs at the Dolphins players. Was that you? I, I was being hit by snowballs, but I was certainly there. That was one of those games you didn't want to not be at. So that was quite the effort. And by the way, pretty good loss for the Dolphins too. Yeah, a good, a good two way game. I completely agree. I um, not sarcastically called that a moral win for my Miami Dolphins, so I'm excited to say that. I would have preferred a win, but splitting with Buffalo was – I'm absolutely fine with that. Since you were at the game, they didn't show this on TV, but it was – you could read it on Twitter that the uh, the officials announced to the crowd that there would be a 15-yard penalty if Bills fans threw snowballs at – Dolphins players. I don't know if I've ever seen that one before. But did they actually make that announcement, or did that just did it pop up on the screen? How were how were Bills fans made aware of that, and did that really happen? So the main referee announced it about three or four times. Stopped the game, made it made it an, uh, an official announcement to the fans, and then they put it on the scoreboard, kind of a half dozen times or so. And then after the game, we found out it wasn't even a possibility, it wasn't even a real thing. It was just yeah, uh, a loose gesture. So wow. I, yeah, it, they, they threatened it a few times. Josh Allen made some uh, gestures to the fans to kind of stop it from happening a few times. But uh, I don't know. What are you going to do, right? Clear this, either clear the seats out of snow or don't give us the ammo to do it, right? Yeah, no, it, uh, it definitely made for an entertaining watch on TV. Tyree Kill trying to catch passes in the corner of the end zone. He's getting pelted with snowballs. It's great. That's why we love sports. Uh, I still don't think we know if Tua is an empty-the-wallet type of quarterback. He's good, but we still don't know how good he is. When when do the Dolphins need to make that call on him as far as an extension? A lot later than Kyler Murray got his contract, right? That, to me, that's the uh, the scare tactic right now for a lot of these running quarterbacks is we don't want to be in that situation um, looks like Steve Kime's going to be the fall guy for Arizona with that. They've got all of next year and then a fifth-year option. So by next May, they have to decide on that fifth-year option, which that seems like a slam dunk. So you've got at least those two years, and then, of course, the franchise tag situation that Lamar is going down. So how they how this all plays out obviously has to do with the Dolphins' success to a success, which is trending upward right now. 
but there's no rush. And I think there's a lot of bad contracts out there right now that GMs can sit to and look at and point to and say to agents, sorry, we got to pause the button right now. You know what I mean? You want to, you want to hold out and force a trade, do it at this point, because to me, it's way better to go down that route as a front office than to deal with 190 million guaranteed for the next five years, which is what Arizona's looking at with Kyler Murray. Absolutely. I mean, it was one of my big topics uh, to start the or to end the week last week is just looking at the the quarterback landscape in the NFL. If you don't have one of those obvious guys at the top, and we all know who's on that list, the quarterback that's in your backyard is certainly one of them. Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, those guys where you don't question it uh, based on talent and age and if you don't have one of those guys if you're better off just sort of if you're going to take a chance i'd rather take a chance on cheap than take a chance on expensive and then it saddles my roster for years to come i don't i would the last thing i would want to do as a gm mike is to end up in a situation like denver or arizona's in no question and look the other argument you can make if you're miami is we just spent a boatload of money on getting you weapons on getting you a better defense on getting you all the pieces we're going to need as a team to do this thing and we probably need one more offseason of that, specifically at that offensive line, which is getting shallow pretty quickly here. So I think there's enough arguments internally to say we got to wait at least one more year. To me, waiting until that fifth-year option year to do anything contractually makes the most sense anyway. But oh, there's a ton of agent pressure right now to get it done as soon as possible, which this, this winter will be as soon as possible for Tua. Uh, this looks like it's going to be a pretty interesting offseason for quarterback movement, and I know that we'll spend more time on that in the future, but... Who are going to be some of the names that we talk about incessantly in formats like this? Give me two or three. Yeah, the, the, the problem is they all have these gigantic what-ifs or question marks, right? So it's Baker Mayfield, it's back to Mitch Trubisky, it's Sam Darnold, it's Geno Smith, it's, um, I think, Jimmy Garoppolo based on that injury update, possibly Ryan Tannehill. Who knows with Matt Ryan? I can't really put him in this list. What? Where is Mac Jones in this conversation? Um, that's just off the top of my head, and, and you can you can understand the question marks, right? Maybe Zach Wilson's a trade candidate, but they all kind of carry their own baggage right now. There's not that slam dunk, you know, free agent that we've generally had in the past, at least one or two per year. So uh, it's going to be a buyer beware situation for sure across the league. We're talking to Mike Gennetti, sports financial analyst from SpotTrack.com. Let's look the way of the NBA. The Lakers looked like they were starting to piece some things together. They're playing better basketball, but wouldn't you know it, Anthony Davis went down. He's out for at least a month. How do you think they handle this? What kind of flexibility do they have to shake things up if they decide to go that route? Yeah, I tried to speak to this a little bit because obviously those here in the Lakers have been in vogue and the dysfunction has been in vogue. But you're right. They they sort of righted the ship a little bit here, especially with the uh, the big guys healthy. I, I just think that they can play this out from a business standpoint, which is how I kind of operate here. I don't think making a rash, this rash move right now, and that includes trading Westbrook, makes any sense. I do think this is a, this is a fringe playoff team if all the pieces are, are operating at the same time. You've got plenty of season left here. Maybe you move a Beverly out if somebody wants to give you something for that. Maybe you bring in some sort of three-point shooter with, uh, you know, and I'm not talking any kind of names here. I'm talking about, you know, bottom-of-the-barrel trade mechanism work here. But I just don't think it's the right time and the right season and the right financial structure to go big in any capacity. Let's, let's see where we are in the summer. Let's see if Anthony Davis can get back into shape around February. And then he'll have three months to kind of fall back into this rut, which is good. I mean, they obviously look good enough to be 
an eight seed or maybe even a seven seed in that Western Conference. So let's see if they can get back to that. So I've already earmarked this as a uh, big topic for tomorrow's show. Let's see if you can add some fuel to the fire. If you were running the Orlando Magic, who have been playing some really good basketball as of late, winners of six of their last seven, almost won the seventh in a row last night in Atlanta, would you be buying at the deadline with some of the floundering veteran teams? Like I look at the Raptors as the best example of that, of a team that had expectations, probably would be okay at this point just blowing it up and seeing if they can get Victor Wimbanyama. And there are other teams that are like that, the Wizards, you know. If you're the Magic and you're not in that position anymore, you already got the number one overall pick, are you trying to poach, kind of strike while the iron's hot, and who would some of those names be? It's a good point. You know, I know you guys are dying to get out of this tank situation, and that's that's fair. Are you going to say but? Don't hit me with but. I, I I'm not gonna. I'm gonna play play your game, even though I do think the butt is the right <laughs> the right route here. It's a long season. You got plenty of time to be bad here, Brandon. Um, look, yeah, you can go this route. You know, are you gonna get into the Indiana Pacers situation? Right? Is that is the Miles Turner, Buddy Heald? Is that where you're going? Are you gonna be that that beneficiary? Are you gonna be you know? Are you gonna take the Chicago Bulls players off their plate? Mm. It's it, it's just not a great trade deadline. I've said this a few times now, and I really believe it. I don't think, you know. So if you're looking for ugly, and sometimes that's what you have to do to kind of get off off the ground floor, which is where Orlando's been for a long time. If you're looking for ugly, this might be the right move. Um, but I do think, and I, I hate to say it, I do think going back down is the right play. It's just too good of a draft right now. Ah, I hate to hear that. All right, yeah, you're right. There is a lot of time to be bad. That is, That might be the quote of the show right there. All right, before we wrap, I'm just going to ask you know, just a general question. Baseball, we've seen a lot of big-time contracts still being handed out. Carlos Rodon, six years, $162 million. Dansby Swanson goes to the Cubs, seven years, $177 million. Are these deals that we're seeing, the latest ones that have signed after the heavy hitters like Aaron Judge, um, are those sort of in line with what you expect for those players? Right on the dot. Yeah, we're at the value part of major contracts in, in baseball's offseason, right? Everything else got stupid for a week and a half. And this is right back down to about market value. So those two specifically, I think, are excellent. I'm not sure the Cubs are super ready to win ball games right now, but that's a good guy to build around at a really good price. And obviously Rodon is a number two behind Garrett Cole. is pretty insane. Mike Gennetti, sports financial analyst, the best in the game. Go find his work over at SpotTrack.com and on Twitter at S-P-O-T-R-A-C. You can download a SpotTrack podcast as well. Apple and Spotify, you can find it right there. Mike, we are off next week, so enjoy Christmas and the new year, and we'll catch up in 2023, my friend. Have a great holiday, man. Appreciate it. Good stuff from Mike Gennetti. Always love chatting with him. And, yeah, we'll, we'll be using that cut for tomorrow. You can go ahead and save that one, Tazi. We're going to tee up a big big holiday feast style topic with magic trade deadline even though we're uh, a ways away from uh, from that beautiful yes it's gonna have, we're gonna have a load of fun and we're gonna we're gonna mention a lot of names that probably never play here but this is what we do in this format and i think you guys are you guys are gonna eat it up yeah i'm like gonna a buffet i'm gonna do some brainstorming um, he mentioned the Bulls guys. We might have to uh, add DeMar DeRozan to the conversation. Oh, my God. Imagine making a deal with them again after yeah. definitely kind of pulling one over on them with the right. Bulls trade. They're like, can we have our pick back, please? No. 
<laughs> so before we duck in a quick break, I do have a pair of Magic Spurs tickets to give away right here, right now. You can call in 407-916-8255, 407-916-TALK, if you can answer this question correctly. The Spurs annually spend about a month away from home due to a certain event that happens in San Antonio. If you can name the event, the tickets could be yours. 407-916-8255. Coming up next, Johnny Wilson is undecided for the Knowles Bowl game and a little fun nugget on Markel Fultz. Stick around. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.